Ask the Podcast Coach for December 12th, 2020. Let's get ready to podcast. I'm trying to jingle and dance at the same time. Hey, it's Saturday morning. It's that music that means it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting. Com. I should probably mention this up front. If you want to join the podcast, it's super easy. Just come over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join, and you will jump in right here into the video. And if you're somewhere not here, we're always here every Saturday at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And I'm joined every week. I'm lucky enough to be joined by that guy right over there, Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you by the backdrop. So you have to come over to YouTube if you're going to watch that. But the backdrop, I started singing. It's starting to <laughs> look a lot like Christmas. Pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah well, I was trying to bring in the jingle bells, just but it's hard to, you know, we can do that. But if you think about it, you could have like heavy metal music, like, and it still sounds like Christmas. It so, does. Uh, it does. Those sleigh bells are like, talk about a sound attached to an event. Yeah. Right. If you hear those in January, they just don't sound right. It has to be like December before See, Christmas. We could even have Christmas coffee. I'm thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's, who, uh, who's paying for this coffee this morning? <laughs> that would be Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you're looking for a logo, if you're looking for artwork for your podcast, if you need a whole website redone, check it out. Podcast branding. Co. The great thing about Mark is he is a podcaster, so he gets podcasting, and he'll actually work with you and figure out, I guess, the style of your podcast so that the style of your logo, your artwork, your website matches everything. And I got to tell you, I was doing something again this week where I uploaded the logo to the School of Podcasting, and I was like, you know what? I really like that. And I had a, a client of mine. He's got a, a podcast for his business. And I was reviewing some things and I'm like, man, your website needs a little help. It's loading really slow and this and that. And he goes, do you know anybody? He goes, I really just need it to look professional. Oh, do I know somebody? I go podcastbranding.co. Go over and talk to Mark. So if that's your case, you're like, look, I want to look good. Then absolutely go over and talk to Mark at podcasting podcastbranding.co. It's the way to go. It's because I'm trying to think. I cannot talk and think in time because I'm trying to go. Yeah, see, that's just not a good thing. And Jim, it appears, let's zoom in on that, that Jim, are you rocking a new mug? Yeah, we have a new mug. Doug Clement sent this to, Doug, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name correct. Doug, uh, Doug Clement sent this in the Grow and Graze podcast. I put a call out, I don't know, a couple weeks ago and said, hey, we got this kind of open spot for a mug and maybe even a mug sponsorship, Dave. I think we'll probably turn this into yeah. his mug sponsorship <laughs> going forward. And, of course, the, he, Doug represents the NC State Extension, the Cooperative Extension. And, I, and Doug, thanks for, thanks for sending his card and a little press release of his podcast. Again, the Grow and Graze podcast. And uh, I'm sure it's fantastic. I, by the way, I was a 4-H'er growing up did i probably spent i don't know 10 years in 4-h i was the club president for a while i raised sheep and pigs and did demonstrations and all those kinds of things so doug thanks for sending that on we'll we'll probably i'll probably use this mug dave until somebody replaces it we'll figure out how they can how they can replace the mug and be the mug sponsor on ask the podcast coach (laughs) 
Thanks for sending it. Yeah, I want to say uh, we have 22 people watching already. We just started, and uh, Carrie, who's one of the awesome supporters, says, I feel bad because I've decorated the the background. If you're watching this on YouTube, I, I went to Canva and made this cool little Christmassy background, and she's I haven't even got a decoration yet. Dan is in that same boat. I know some people are like, with the whole COVID thing, they're like, I'm just not in the Christmas mood. And I'm like, then what you need to do is you just get yourself some jingle bells and everything is yeah. is better. Yeah. So I think just ask the a lady or your Google device, yeah. play, just say, Hey, play some Christmas music. That's it. And, or just listen to the, this may be the one time of the year to listen to the radio. Cause <laughs> oh man, you can't every, escape. Every it. market's got one or two <laughs> all Christmas stations already. And, and by the way, we have one, I think 104.5 here in, in Omaha went Christmas, November 1st. <laughs> Didn't even, wow. Not even waiting. Yeah. Not even waiting till Thanksgiving to be over. Just went Christmas. So if you're not in the spirit, Dave, though, let's r- real quick, though, I think it's important we talk. You're in a situation at Christmas time, especially with COVID going on, where yeah. loneliness, isolation, some of those kinds of things. If you're listening to this, it's important. There's people you can call. There are things you can do. If you're feeling, if, if, if things aren't going well, or you're not feeling well, or you're not feel, having very good thoughts about yourself, yeah. uh, reach out to somebody because this is a tough time. We, we joke about it, but this can be a real tough time for some people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And for the record, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're like, oh, no, I don't, no. I don't, like, no, it's in certain situations, it's really easy to go down that rapid hole. Daniel is saying soon it will be Ask the Podcast Coach. This Breath of Air is sponsored by. Yeah, right on. We need to do right that uh, live from the School of Podcasting Studios. It's blah, blah, blah. And <sighs> yeah, using yeah. the Roadcaster. Find it at Roadcast. Yeah. But okay, hold on. Let's talk about this really quick because I think there's a good podcasting a lesson in this is that. If it's there, do it. Like, who knows? Maybe nobody will ever sponsor the mug. But we didn't know if anybody actually sponsored the coffee pour. Like, when we thought about that to begin with, we were like, could we? Now, think about the service that's provided to our listeners, having Mark as a sponsor. Mm -hmm. It's a perfect sponsor for that space. And he's a good guy, and he gets, I think, he gets pretty great exposure with it. So, I think it can be, again, who knows uh, if this will become a thing. It could be, but it's a great opportunity. If, if it's there, take it. That is one nice thing about if you're trying to get a sponsor for your show. The thing I really like about having Mark as a sponsor is I there's not a bone in my body that's, eh, I hope right. he does. Like, it's, no, right. I can honestly say, no, Mark does great stuff. I The yeah. first time I saw Mark's stuff, he did The Real Brian. I think it's TheRealBrian.com maybe or TheRealBrianShow.com. And Ryan, Brian's all about coffee. So there's a whole coffee thing going on that website. It's like, wow, that's really cool. Who does your website? And he saw Mark from podcastbranding.co. And I was like, oh, very cool. Jim, anything in general? I got questions here we can go through. And let, I forget it. We were talking before we started. And you said, oh, maybe I should talk about that on the show. And I can't remember what the heck that was. Yeah, that was what was I talking about? Oh, this week, I like on Thursday night, I had this thought. I was doing an interview. And during the interview, they said... I forget all, even all the steps that it took to get me there, but they said something that triggered this thought about a podcast feed that we have that's going to sit dormant pretty much over the holidays. And we, it's our theme Thursday feed for Gallup and it gets lots of activity during the year, but we pretty much wrapped the season in November and we didn't plan to feed it again until probably mid January. So between November 20th and January 15th, we probably have zero traffic, just to be honest, because I shouldn't say zero traffic, but there's no new content, not things driving towards it. 
And this guest I was talking to just gave me this idea. We have, I have these 34 audio snippets that we made for YouTube that I could break down, just make audio, use an F, use the FFmpeg encoder inside Audacity to strip the audio out, clean those things up and post them. And I'm going to post one a day till January 5th or 10th. I forget what day it actually ends. If there's 34 snippets and uh, advertise to the community, hey, come and subscribe. And, and these are great things. These are two minute audio clips that you could share with your friends, right? Oh, nice. Sometimes sharing an hour, our podcasts are 20 minutes to an hour. Sometimes that's not, people don't want to share those, but two minutes. So some of them are one. So most of the day Friday, I spent in between the other email stuff, just cranking out, like going, it was super easy. I think podcasters, I think sometimes we think it's a one and done scenario. We've done it one time. We can't reuse it again. And I think lots of times in our content, there are things we could pull out, make it its own thing. And then maybe now you don't have to be podcasting, but you can be filling your channel with things that are helpful to, to people. And so we'll see how it goes. This is the first time I've done something like this. The initial community response was overwhelming. Like when I put it out on Friday, I was getting, thanks, this is great. Oh, it's going to be incredible. And we're going to drip them out one a day, put them on Spreaker, schedule them for 1 p.m. I can I can get them all scheduled out. I'll probably by yeah. Tuesday, I'll have them all scheduled out to, for the rest of the year. But just a great way to think about your own content. And say, hey, are there things in there I could be pulling out and be putting in and then give myself a couple weeks off? So just a thought, Dave, that was something I did this week. And then Craig says, how about 12 good podcasting practices for Christmas? It's so weird that he would say that because I have 11. I actually started this morning. You want to hear them? Mm -hmm. Number one, know who your audience is, as in like crystal clear, know who your audience is. Number two, know why you're starting this. This is, by the way, if you've listened to me, this is a lot of reruns here. Know why you're starting this. Because it sounds fun is not a great answer. It is an answer, but if that's the goal, the good thing is that's a really easy goal to achieve. Uh, Number three, identify the content that will help you achieve your why while holding the attention of the who. So that's the tough part. Number four, be consistent both in schedule and content. Number five, focus on your audience, not your stats. Number six, get the best sounding gear you can afford, but realize it's not the tech, it's the content. Number seven, don't worry about everyone listening. Nobody is listening when you start. Number eight, you don't have to release everything you record. In fact, please don't. Number nine, every other form of media has editors. Keeping it real and not editing is lazy. Everything out of your mouth is not gold. There's that Dave Jackson snark that everyone loves. Number 10, solo shows build your influence. Interview episodes build your network. So do both. Number 11, and this is a new thing, remove the word podcast out of your title. I don't say I'm going to go watch Grey's Anatomy TV show. I say I'm going to go watch Grey's Anatomy. So when you leave the word podcast in your title, you are ranked against everyone else who has left the word podcast in your title. And number 12, can we think of one? Anything I've skipped? Yeah, don't don't be boring. Don't be boring. <laughs> there you go. That's that's right there. I think the positive way, the positive spin on that is just be interesting. Like yeah. you know, now that's so that's actually really arrogant to say. Just to be honest, because there's how do you tell somebody to be interesting? And I do struggle with that advice just a little bit, even though I just gave it. But oh, Chris Nessie, by the way, on Twitter, if you follow Chris on there, he's Mr. Nessie, N-E-S-I on Twitter. You should follow him. He has us up on the big screen at his house right now, Dave. Nice. Uh, yeah. And I uh, thought, Chris, thanks for posting that on Twitter. 
Yeah, I think that whole idea of being interesting is a little can be a little arrogant. So I want to be careful with that. Well, I want this to, to your very first point is that if you're going to have fun, like you said, just having fun isn't a reason to do this. Not always necessarily. I think those two go together. Look, if you're doing this and you're having a blast, then it does. Everything else doesn't matter. Just continue to have fun doing it. If you really enjoy it. You ready you know? to hear someone having a blast? First, yeah. first of all, this is not sped up. I'm going to okay. guess this guy is either late teens. I think if I was 12, I would love this show. It's called Listen with Curtis Elton. And I'm just going to play episode 32 because I pulled it up on my phone. But here's a guy that he was in Facebook. He's like, look, I'm breaking all the molds. I don't have an intro. I don't talk about anything. And I was like, okay, I got to listen to this show. And this is we're going to play this and hope it works through my phone. And welcome back to the wildest ride in the wilderness. I am your host, Old Gus. And everybody stop. And you stop 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 and everybody stop. Who are you? I'm Old Gus. Who are you? I am Curtis Elton and you are in my town now, big fella. So get out of here. You don't get out of my seat, see? Then I'll have to pull the big gun, see? Hey, hold your horses. Okay, okay. I- it goes on and that's episode 32. Let me just... just, just same, to- same person or two people? No, it's... uh, he, uh, he has a trailer. Let's listen to the trailer. This is two minutes. Thank you. Hello, 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 bonjour, madame and mademoiselle. Hello, howdy. Hello, hallelujah. I'm back, baby. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the wildest ride in the wilderness. Boy, it's good to be free. And as this show is just like a broken pencil, absolutely pointless. Hey, you've actually mess on you. Hey, major love. The way the show will work is I will be speaking nonstop, absolute rubbish politics. Nope, weather, boring. The news, just tragic. But that's his whole thing. I'm going to talk about nothing. It's all jump cut, though. It's all right? jump cut, but every episode is just him. Energy. Like, that's it. It's good energy. We'll, we'll do one more because I'm here to tell you they all. I don't know and how. I, I was like, how. why would you even do that? And they were like, come on, come on. Why would you do that? And I was like, me? I thought you were discussing you. And wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, come on, come on. Wait a second. So I almost wonder if this is a YouTube thing that he's somehow, but well, it's, it's definitely a YouTube genre, right? That this idea yeah. of jump cut, I listen to this Cole, the corn star guy on YouTube all the time. And his a hundred percent, he does these 10 minute videos and they're all jump cut just like this. Now, not quite in this style, but pretty close. Everybody's voices up and they're like, I can't believe they're, they're just high energy the whole time. That so, was it. That's his whole yeah. thing is he's just, and he talks nonstop. He never stops. He's always just talking and he keeps on going. It doesn't matter what he's talking about. He's yeah. just going to keep on talking. And I was like, and I was like, I, it's edited. Yeah. Right? And, and my <laughs> thing was, I just was, you know why I like this? Cause it's somebody going, I don't care. I'm just, I just, I can't wait to buy the book. John Cleese. And if you don't know who John Cleese is, he was part of Monty Python, by the way, is my litmus test. If I go on a first date with someone and I go, so what are your thoughts on the Holy Grail? If she says, oh, this is the dumbest movie I've ever seen, I'm like, check, please. And we're, yeah. We're, yeah. But he was on uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Apparently he has a book out on creativity that's really short. But John Cleese is a guy that is, he's pretty brilliant. He actually had a company for a while and did training videos. And they were all really great and thought-provoking. But- for me, I just thought, being that John Cleese just wrote this book on creativity, 
this guy, if nothing else, is creative. He's, you know what? You don't have to do a podcast following all the the fun-filled, yeah. do this. Yeah, it's indefinitely. If you're creating that kind of content and it's easy and you're enjoying it and it, it's in flow and like you're enjoying the process, you want to do right. it again, then keep doing it. I, I think the hard part is when we go, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to create another Joe Rogan podcast because it's super popular. So I'm going to get on and interview somebody for three or four hours and smoke weed and do whatever the, the yeah. kinds of things that he does. And then I said, like, why am I not having success? Yeah. And it's because you're not Joe Rogan. That's it. <laughs> you you got to find, I think you got to find your own space in that. Now, being that being said, work somebody's going to create, and maybe they have already a podcast that's like Joe Rogan. That's going to be popular. We're, we're going to get a copycat of it if we haven't already. Yeah. So I, I think that the key is be true to yourself in that. Do what you're best at. It's like, I've told you this a lot before, Dave. D- Binky in the Wiz is dynamite. And that is you. <laughs> I could listen to Binky in the Wiz all day. Now, you couldn't do it all day because no. it just would ruin your voice. It ruins but, my voice, yeah. But that character, those characters are incredible. and But they're they're because they're uniquely you. And I, and I think that matters. Yeah. I just remember when I did, that was way back on episode 400. I had to write out the whole thing and it's a lot of work. But yeah, I, I was just thinking about that when I heard this because I, I was, I found him every Friday on the Lips and Twitter feed. Elsie puts out a, I don't know, promote yourself something Friday or whatever, fan the flames of fans on Friday, something on. And so his thing was there and I was like, huh. Interesting. So I was like, I got to go check this out. And I was like, all right. If not, and here's the other thing. If I'm thinking, if I'm a little kid, I'm going to love that because he's got that whole, whole thing where he like changes yeah. his lights all the time. And you either love it or hate it in, within the first 10 seconds. I was yeah. like, oh, here's that whole polarizing thing again. We, even when I listened to Cole the Corn Star the first time, he starts his intro. He goes, hello, everybody. This is Cole the Corn Star. He does this very similar kind of thing. And at first I thought, oh, God. But I don't know what you never know what gets you the first time. I don't remember what the hook was. But I watched him. It was a 15 minute video. He's doing a, he's a farmer here in Iowa. He's not very far from me, actually. And he's revamping. His grandfather was a hoarder. And so he's the opposite of a hoarder. Yeah. And he's throwing out and recycling all the stuff his grandpa kept. And it's a story of, and, and his dad is somewhere in the middle. And so it's the story of them kind of cleaning up the farm. And I, I love that kind of organization. I love the, I love watching shows where they take something that's broken and fix it, or they take something that's a mess and clean it up. So I stuck with it. And now I don't even, my kids make fun of me for watching it, but I, I don't like, I don't even, I look past that, whatever that sound is. So I think it'll, you'll attract listeners. This is, it was, it a, is it a guy or a gal who's doing this uh, podcast? It is Curtis, I think is his name. Okay. So I'm going to make sure I get the pronouns because yeah. it's important. It's important these days. I'll say they. Yeah. So listen with Curtis Elton. Okay. So I think really important. They will attract a audience that eventually likes that. And so if you just be true to it, and, and I think we'll probably see that going forward. So I appreciate you playing that, by the way, because that's not your typical. That's not like your typical podcast content that at least in our genre that yeah. we're used to. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, and it doesn't mean it's wrong. You know what I mean? Right. It's, when I listened to, there was jazz, right? There, There's jazz. And then there's jazz where it sounds like there are four people in four different rooms and somebody said, one, two, three, four, go. And they're just all playing. And I'm like, what? There's no melody. And I'm like, but, mm. and I listen to that and got not my thing. 
But some people love that. And so this is something I'm like, I'm not my cup of tea, but man, that kid has a lot of energy. Okay. But sometimes we think that's a straight through. That is a jump cut edit. There's probably two hours worth of that (laughs) condensed down into how long's the, how long's the podcast? How long Uh, is they're all like two minutes. That's why I think it may, it, I don't know if it's live or not. It'd be interesting to see. I don't know if you could do that live. You have to be really talented. Yeah. Keeping that kind of energy for that's, that's, live. Yeah. For even two minutes is a lot. Dude, that's yeah. that would wear you out that, big that's time. Talent. That would yeah. be talent. Um, sure. Kim says Cole the corn star. That's the one I'm talking about. You have about. to really that's think the, about that so you don't yes. accidentally throw in a pee. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he says he shares a lot of projects and progress, and that's why I watch him. There you go. I love I love watching him. He's just he and the kid is super authentic. He's twenty three, just got out of college. Started a YouTube channel about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. So he's still pretty new to it. The interesting thing, and I think this relates to podcasting as well. If you watch Cole's progression, and there's another, boy, there's another YouTuber that I watch uh, called Lumna Acres. And I went back, I caught him about a year ago. And I went back and watched his episodes from three years ago. And they're pretty they're pretty bad. <laughs> like they're pretty stiff right. and they're pretty, they're weird. And Al has his name. Al has kind of lightened up a little bit. And now he just, he's just Al before he was trying to be something. Now he's himself and him trying to be something that he wasn't, was not, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't great. Him being himself now is dynamite. And so I think there, if we watch that progression and I think for podcasters, it's really important that be yourself, be authentic because you can't fake it that mm-hmm. long you can't no. fake it that long you guys so just be yourself i will say this too especially um because jason's talking about there's a show called the intro game has morphed in the last several years you're, you're gonna get better you're gonna change go back and listen to your intro not that you have to change the old ones but i see people that their intro because it's the one that they recorded on like episode two and it's welcome to the show. What are we doing? And they come on. They're like, "Hey, welcome!" It's we're back. And I'm like, "Well, you need to understand yeah. your like. Maybe it's time to redo your your intro." Scott uh, Johnson is a member of the School of Podcasting, and he does a show called "What Was That Like?" And what he did was somebody, and he didn't have a bad intro. It explained what it was, and it's people that have been in. Oh, I should remember this, but it's like people that have been in like really crappy situations, basically, and it makes you wonder, wow, what was that like? So like a woman who accidentally killed somebody on a motorcycle, and I think my favorite was like episode two where it was a guy that had smuggled cocaine up his – and then the balloon broke. So you you got two problems. Number one, you're busted. And number two, you're going to die of a heart attack because you have gallons of cocaine going through your body. What was that like? And so now that he's had a few intros, he has a really cool intro now. He mixed in a little music, but he took these little clips of from his past interviews and made a really cool like 30-second intro to like, oh, okay, I get what this show's about. So sometimes doing that can – thinking about redoing your intro – might be something well, you, you do. So Fred makes a good point. M. Curry does his a unique intro each time and has the talent to do it. Apparently I don't listen to, well, I don't listen to that podcast, but the, some folks that's too much. Don't, don't wing it every time. Don't, you're not there. Have a standard intro to help people get, you know, figure out what you're doing. So it depends on talent. Yeah. Well, number one, Adam is in crazy, like crazy talent. I never realized yeah. until I got the files oh, yeah that when they do the birthday thing in the middle, he has a birthday on a loop. 
So the music's mm. going. It's going Jane from Boston and Mark from Poughkeepsie. And then he has another thing. I try to do that with the coffee yeah. jingle. And you have to hit the button so that it's on. He nails it every time. I have yet I to nail it. software helping him do that, Dave. It might be. be. I think in radio they have that same thing. Yeah. And it lines it up for him. Oh, it's got to be. I don't know what I, it is. But it's, yeah. But anyway, let's see. You know what? It's early. We're oh. four minutes early. And because I have a smaller cup, I'm out of coffee. So it's <laughs> a good opportunity to thank our awesome subscribers. Is that where you're going? That's where I'm headed. Yes. And uh, so we are talking about, as he comes over to share his screen, there we go. We're talking about awesome people right now. In fact, you're going to hear, I'm talking about being creative. Remind me when we get done here. I'll just do it here. James from the Dog Podcast Network is currently the teacher's pet. And I'm doing something I've never done in the school of podcasting. And we're going to take a, a an homage to what was game startup. Because James is like in this to win it. He's not a guy that's doing this as a hobby. And so every week I'm going to check in with James to see what's going on with the Dog Podcast Network. And because he needs a little exposure to get this going and to get some dog people. And so you're going to be hearing about James a lot in the School of Podcasting. So that's something I've never done. But we always want to thank our $20 supporters, awesome people like Kim Cradgy over at Pod, uh, Toastmasters101.net. Podcasters, if you want to develop your voice, reduce your editing time, and improve your content, then you want Toastmasters101.net. We might actually talk about editing in the post show today. Should we throw somebody under the bus? Is that always fun? I don't know. It always seems weird. No, not in the spirit of Christmas. Maybe we <laughs> save that for January. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Greg over at DebtShepherd.com. If you're trying to get your financials in order, uh, check him out, DebtShepherd.com. Shane at Spybrary.com. If you want to go get your spy on, that's a great place. Glenn the Geek Hebert over at HorseRadioNetwork.com. Glenn, I hope you are. I, from what I hear, he's recouping. Things are on the mend, so I'm looking forward to... He's got some great stories coming once he uh, gets back on the mic. The Indie Drop-In Network, it's a great place to connect listeners with amazing independent creators. All shows are 100% creator-submitted episodes. Check it out at IndieDropIn.com. Max Trescott up in the air at AviationNewsTalk.com. So if you're into planes and such, check that out. Ed Sullivan over at SonicCupcake.com. So Mark will make you look good. Ed will make you sound good. And uh, Michael Delaney over at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. If you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome or visit our store for more ways to support us at askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. And the question I wanted, first of all, well, I just talked about James. So you're going to hear about the Dog Podcast Network. Hey, do you ever test your content on a live person before you record it? Or 100% live every time. I, I, what do you mean by that? I'll give you an example. I've been talking about how I'm going to pull this. I have this story about my dog, and I think mm -hmm. I can tie it into podcasting. And I threw it at one of my friends from Australia actually hired me to do some consulting. So when it was done, I said, hey, I want to throw something by you. And I said, here's the thing and the bond, and we did this and that. that, that. And I go, do you see that tying into – because here's how it ties into podcasting. And she goes, actually, no, it doesn't. That's She goes, that's a bit of a stretch. And I went, uh. So I was just one of those words. I know yeah. comics do that where they'll, they'll try stuff in it. And I was Test like, jokes. yeah. And I used to yeah, do that with other people. And I was just like, that's not a bad idea to, 
Because sometimes, if you think about it, a lot of times you're doing content for the first time in front of an audience. And I was like, I'm glad I did that. I should, anytime I think, because I, and for the record, that wasn't a surprise. I knew every time I've tried this, talking to somebody, they you can see them going, I, I don't think a puzzled look on their face. Dave, I don't know if I've actually ever tested it that way, the way you're talking. I have, and maybe I have unconsciously where you throw some ideas out to some friends to say, hey, what do you think about this? I've done that during the day. Sometimes I, I get an idea and I'll shoot a note to a couple folks I know in the community and say, what do you think about this? More it's happened is ideas have come out of things we've done much like here yeah. where we, we do something just for fun and then it actually sticks and I have at Gallup, I have two podcasts now that have come out of other podcasts because they were segments in podcast A. So theme Thursday came out of called the coach uh, second mm-hmm. or third episode. Somebody said something and we said, oh, yeah, we should totally do that. So we created another podcast and it actually ended up being more popular than the original. And then I have a new podcast that launches in January that I've been working all December, November, December to set up. That's going live early January. That's a segment a just a repurpose segment from theme thursday and so i've done uh, we do more of that where we test it live in the show and if it sticks then you think about oh yeah we should do we should do a mug we should do a coffee pour kind of thing you know <laughs> yeah, that, you that kind of idea. kim says she's tested content before recording and then she brings up a really great question which is hey dave are you still looking for my favorite podcast recordings i am through Monday, December 14th. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question, this is, first of all, if I was doing one, I'm like, hey, this is Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting, where I help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. You can find me at schoolofpodcasting.com. My favorite podcast is the Blah 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 Show, which you can find at blahblahblah.com. And here's why I love it. That's really what we're into is the why, but also we want to give you a little plug. It really, I think sometimes people overthink these. Like I just got one where this guy, and I'm not complaining, but number one, he has phenomenal pipes, but it's so obvious that he is reading this and wants to make sure that there are no ums, ahs, or kind of things. Just record it, throw it in. It's a great, and then I, I put those out. I assemble them. I transcribe them and put them out as the last episode of the year. So if you're interested in that school of podcasting.com slash question, Jim, do you have one? It's hard to pick uh, one, a favorite one, one. podcast. Oh. If you had to pick one, like you can only, the whole thing is if you're on a desert island or something, you can only listen to one podcast, not so much an episode, but the show. Maybe one that like one that I don't do. That's yeah. that's that, 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 cause this is all, Saturday mornings are just great for me. I look forward to yeah. this podcast. It's one of my favorite to do, mostly because I don't have to do any work. <laughs> I just show up, which is pretty great. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Thanks for letting me just freeload on you on this one. Probably, it if I really thought about the my go to that I make sure I don't miss every week, and it's odd. I'd have to say Windows Weekly. That is just to show Paul Throt, Mary Jo Foley, Leo Laporte that. I don't miss. I just, that's the one I make sure I get in. So maybe that's my favorite podcast. And why? The personalities. It's the, it's the, and it's mostly for Paul Therott. He is a sarcastic, but very creative individual who I, li- I just like his humor. It's, it's dry and he's obnoxious at times. And it's so, it, it's always, I think we follow people, not products, right? And so it's talking about Windows, but Man, it's morphed way beyond that. It talks. They talk about Microsoft and tech, 
but I listen to it for the personalities. It's just, it's, listen, it's why Fred, who's always posting about No Agenda in the mm-hmm. chat room every week, it, no doubt that's his favorite podcast. Yep. And I think he listens to it because he likes Adam Curry. I, by the way, I never see him talk about John C. Dvorak, so maybe he doesn't like John, but <laughs> definitely likes Adam Curry. In yeah. this. It's always about the personality, right? That's why I always say be yourself because you can't fake it that long. People want to follow you. That's what they want. That's what they want to be there for. Yeah. If you want to, if you have one and you don't want to go to school of podcasting.com slash question and you just want to jump in now, ask the podcast coach.com slash join. We'll get you right in here. Hey, Dave, Pod page has that way of leaving a message. Have you used that thing? It's a 30 second. They can they, it's speak pipe, except easier. It's built in. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Our audience is on. And I, I got a bunch of I did it for our 10th anniversary show last week. And I got eight people. When you tell them it's 30 seconds, they're not so intimidated by it. They're like, oh, I could do 30 seconds. And so we had eight, I had eight call-in messages for our 10th anniversary show and we played those on the program. I think that's, and they're easy to bring up and share and then just play. So it's, if on, on pod page, if you want to leave us a message, I think that's probably another way to do it. What do you have a short URL for that, for ask the podcast coach if, over there? If, if well, first of all, is ask the podcast coach on pod, pod page? page? Yeah. And it actually okay. be in the bottom right hand corner. There's a little picture of a microphone yeah. oh and I need to set up a redirect like ask or something. I think I had one ask the podcast coach.com slash ask. And I'm not sure that does anything at this point because that page probably doesn't exist. And that's the joy of moving from one platform to the other. You, yeah. It's, it's not mark. a lot of fun. Jim, I thought about this last week because I was listening back to the episode and you're like, yeah, we celebrated 10 years of your show. And I was like, oh, hey, congrats. And then we like moved <laughs> on. And I was like, wow. It's, I think I was just in the mode of doing the show or whatever. I'm thinking about the next thing yeah. coming up. It happens. Any, like when you think about 10 years, and what's, I, I don't know, I don't even know the question. This is something that I would normally edit out, but what comes to your brain when you think about your show in 10 years? Anything stand out over the years? Yeah, consistency. And there were probably two dozen times I wanted to quit in there where you're mm. like, even I've talked to my co-host a dozen times. Mike Weger has been on there five of the years with me. And I've, I've, a dozen times I've talked to Mike at least once a year and said, maybe the gig is up. Maybe mm. we should stop. And he, by the way, he never tries to talk me out of it. He always says this and that and whatever and okay. And I always, then it, it just talking about it helps for me. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to do it again next week because that's what I've done every Thursday for the last 10 years, almost every Thursday. So the consistency aspect of it is sometimes you just do it to do it. And I've got, listen, I got some in the 10 years that I did it, I got some shows that don't make any sense. (laughs) And you're like, Jim, why did you do that? I was trying something maybe to go back to our live. Do you try things out live? I was trying, I had a book author that did this book called The Mind Hack. And I thought, well, this will be interesting if it has some technology related to it. My listeners were like, don't do that again. (laughs) Like that was awful. And, and I get that, you get that kind of feedback and you listen. So I, I think number one, if I learned anything, you just, you, you wake up, put your pants on, throw on a shirt. Cause that's a good idea. Yeah. And I guess maybe pants are optional these days, but <laughs> you, and then in the UK, that means something completely different, but you just keep doing it and keep showing up. Yeah. And, and until I think till the time when you just like, when you've done, 10 episodes and every one you've just been like, ugh, you've taken a month off and you came back and you're still kind of, and that's when you're like, all right, I think it's done. Give it time though. I think that's the key. Don't make that kind of decision in a day. 
Yeah. Like, may, like it, sometimes in my mind, I give myself permission to not make the decision for a couple more days. Okay. I don't have to make it today. It's weighing on me, but I don't have to make it today. There's also advice that if you make that decision in your mind and you feel better, then you're making the right decision. Maybe sometimes, maybe others, it just feels good in the moment, but then you really regret walking away from it. Glenn had a great tip. He said, if you're going to quit on a good day, like in other words, we just had a great podcast. You know what? Let's go out on top kind of thing. Going back to the whole question of the favorite podcast of the year. Gary says, I haven't submitted one because I do not have a podcast. You do not have to have a podcast. In fact, I really would love your answer because at this point, you're just a listener. So that's really what we're interested in. Yes, it's a place for you to to promote your show, and that's that's your incentive. But I'm really interested in the why. That's for me. I yeah. always love to hear the why, and, and they don't really change from year to year. Like Jim's answer, of, I just love the personalities. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's I, I don't expect to hear anything new. It's just nice to be reminded because that way, when I can tell people, I'm like, look. People are attracted to your personality. Let it shine. And some people like it and some people won't. But I think it was Matthew Passy once that I – it was a weird, weird compliment. And he was talking about my show. We were at, I think, DC Podcast, DC Podfest. And he said, well, Dave, you're a personality. He goes, you're a podcast personality. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, huh? And he goes, yeah, people just – he goes, you're entertaining and funny and weird. And he, so that's why people tune in. I'm like – I want them to start a podcast. <laughs> but well, you're also fiercely loyal, which I really appreciate. Yeah. As, a, as your friend for the last five or six years doing this, you're loyal to both those that you work with and, and the folks you podcast with. And that's a trait you don't find in people very for very long. Certainly, there's more interesting people than me to podcast with, but you've allowed me to continue to be on this podcast for, for the years that we've been doing it. And, and that's an amazing trait. I think people sense that when they hear it. And that's why they like you. It's because you're fiercely loyal. And it's not against anybody who's ever sat in the chair when you're on, you're doing your thing with the high school kids and stuff. But it's just mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. however many no. years we've been doing this. Yeah. No, I knew. I never worried about like when I'd be gone for six weeks. Yeah. That could be a disaster for, for <laughs> some, like for some people like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my job. Yeah. He's going to find somebody better than me. And trust me a few of those that you had on or better than me. I listened. I'm like, oh, they're pretty good. But again, and then the other thing, the consistency part, you, it's you and I every Saturday. And I think people like that consistency. They like coming and knowing what they're going to get. We don't try to do anything too weird or too different each right. time. You know? So I think people like that. That's one of the fun things about this show is if you think about it, one of the base, this show was started as an experiment. And over the years, we've we've been on like four different platforms. We've tried having calls, not having calls, and we've found what's working. But we try new things. Oh, speaking of that, have you tried? There's two new apps that I need to play with. One is called Clubhouse that apparently is getting so popular that you now have to be like approved to get in. I'm waiting for that. And the other one, I would love to know how they bought this domain. I want to make sure I got it right. Stereo.com. So I have I haven't even sniffed stereo.com yet but it's another one where according to this listen and talk anywhere and you record it. So it's a, it looks like a, a tool to record a phone call maybe. I'm not really sure but I heard it through a friend who heard it on Jordan Harbinger show. And I was like, "Huh, so that seems to be a thing that's bubbling up is these little kind of a a Facebook group via audio 
that you go in and it's almost like a Zoom meeting, but it's just audio, which is great when you're not wearing pants. I don't even have to <laughs> shave now. So I haven't played with either one yet, but that's two things that are, are coming. We talked about stereo a month or two ago, Did didn't we? we? Did we mention it? Not a lot. Because yeah. I, I have this memory of, because it's avatar based, right? Stereo is avatar based. I, uh, in other words, you create an avatar for yourself and I'm, talk through it. I think, I don't know. I, I In fact, we, we will do one of these. And now it's time for a power rant. <laughs> if you do software of any kind, here's a novel idea. Make a demo video so I can actually see what the software does. So I don't sit there and go, oh, I wonder, yeah, uh, that drives me nuts. So, and it's really easy to make demos of apps now. And I'm like, about, if we go to about, oh, great. Can we make the, the text a little smaller? Stereo is the premier live broadcast social platform that enables people to have and discover real conversations in real time. That might be real boring. We'll have to see. Stereo is the only platform that allows celebrities, musicians, artists, and politicians, and educators to build a more intimate relationship with their fan base by engaging in them in real, down-to-earth conversation. Interesting. It combats loneliness, provides a platform for debate and education, a destination for entertainment and fun, a vehicle to advance purpose and cause-related campaigning. It, can, it basically any it it does everything now, that. Be, be kind. You know, are they just going to give me a list? Of, moment here. Are they going to have a list of everything you can do with words? You know what I mean. Yeah. You can form thoughts in full sentences. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. I haven't played with that one either yet, but uh, it'll be interesting. We'll have to do that sometime before the year is over. Or do we? I, I'd have to go back and see if we did a prediction show last year because those are. I don't really, think, no, we have. We, I know we have in the past. I don't know if we did one last year because they're usually. Always does such a nice job, Ross Brand, oh, yeah. of putting that prediction thing together. I don't think we tried to compete. I think maybe we, we would talk about it a little bit. I think we have done that in the past. We're either the first show of the year or the last show of the year. We go through and say, yeah. hey, what do you think? What's going to be it's big in 2021 type stuff? Yeah. 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 I don't think we've made a big deal about it. I'd encourage you. I think Ross did another one this year. <laughs> that, that I'd encourage you to go out and take a look at it. Yeah. Kyle Bondo from GagglePod says, uh, sounds like chat roulette with video streaming. I'm brave. I don't even know if I'm that brave just to go just random, rando. In the early days of the internet, we used to do that, like an ICQ and oh, stuff. Man. where you. You'd be, you just, although you started with text, so that was a lot easier. Then you'd be you know? talking to somebody, having this conversation, and then all of a sudden they ask you, what are you wearing? And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, oh, I see where you want to go. Never mind. Um, I, I sold a computer. I was selling computers in those days. And, and I sold a computer to a gal. She was probably in her late 60s, early 70s. and was I don't want to say a shut-in, but she was shut in. Right. And so I sold her a computer. She's like, my kids say I need to get this and get on the internet. Early days of the internet. I think we're still dial up. And so I got her set up and she got on ICQ and she met a whole bunch of people. She, a couple of years later, she contacted me. She said, Jim, this thing changed my life. Like wow. I, it's kept me, I'm, I'm going to, uh, she was going to meet some friends that she had made, some other ladies that she'd made. And you just, you think, wow, that's pretty incredible. So as much as we're joking about it, that yeah. We are, Dave, you and I have a friendship, not because we live near yeah. each other. We would have never even known each other if it hadn't been for some of this stuff. That's great because I get to see what the weather is coming my way. <laughs> it's true. That's true. I'm always 24 hours ahead of you. So you got some snow coming. Yeah, yeah, some uh, snow coming. 
Carrie says this is interesting. A professional social as a so okay, let's try that again. Dave, let's try to read. As a professional <laughs> social media manager, I'm wondering if there are ways brands could use this to connect with clients. And th- and that really the difference here is it's live. Oh, I forget the thing was it was like a walkie-talkie because <laughs> oh yeah the, the app that was like a walkie uh, yeah voxer? voxer was pretty voxer. cool yeah, that i could voxer. see using that with clients and this is like voxer except it's live jason says my icq numbers two five five six two i'd like to find my old icq number i have i haven't even remember going rah, rah, the the yeah. sound rah, rah, yeah. Rah, rah. yeah how about some talk about the value of getting on international platforms like Ghana? Yeah, Ghana is something that I don't know about you guys that I was like, and Ghana is G-A-A-N-A, and I would have to look, but it's one of those things I was like, what's a Ghana? And it's weird because like you throw your show on Deezer, and Deezer is the Pandora for Europe, and you get meh, a little here, a little. I threw my show on Ghana, and I'm getting hundreds of downloads a month. And I was like, holy cow. And there's another one that's like, Joe. are they real? Apparently. Okay. You know, are you getting any, is there any way to measure engagement from those listens? Mm. Can you put an ad? Do they have a, a pre-roll that you could put in where you could get? Yeah. You'd have to ideas? do something. Just maybe add your own pre-roll just to measure. Cause if it's that significant, but it's bots. I mean, it's because in Libsyn, you can turn on the IEB thing and it's like they stick around. So whoever's listening is, and you got to remember, it's India. There's a lot of people over there. And the other thing. That's why I asked if it's real. Yeah, that's true too. They're also probably. friends in India. Sorry, but it's a lot of that stuff's not real. The the other thing is that makes me scratch my head is their user agent is not Ghana. It's something like Dalkhul or something. It's like D-A-W-K-L-R or something. I was like. That's different. But yeah, I, I'll have to, I'm doing something right now. I'm taking, it, it's not, it's, you know how Dave creates these not a real podcast. I, I created one and I'm putting it on Buzzfeed. Is it Buzzfeed? Buzzsprout. Cause I don't have a show. This one platform I've never been on. I actually, I have, and I remember now why I don't like their platform. And that is they change the format. If you upload a 128 kilobits per second stereo, they change it to a 96 mono. And I emailed them like, hey, like, what's the deal? And they're like, oh, that's the way we do that. If you want stereo, you have to pay more money. And then they do have this cool thing. They're integrated with Alphonic. But then it exports at 192. And I'm like, I would like 128 stereo, please. So I'll have to check into that. But what I'm trying to do with this podcast is every day I go in, like right now I'm up to five downloads. I'm not, And that's why I'm not talking about it. I don't want you to know about this show yet. But I've been playing with that. And so that's the thing is there are all these different platforms that you can get listed on. And I'm always amazed at how many people go, should I? I only just want to be on the top platforms. I'm like, why wouldn't you like be in Ghana? If if somebody, people in Ghana have money, I'm assuming, maybe, I don't know. Or you could be some U.S. person. You never, I'm like, it takes four seconds to submit your show for approval. That is that's another one that always makes me scratch my, oh, I'm just going to be in Apple and Spotify. And I'm like, because you want to make it hard for your audience to find your stuff. I don't yeah, know. I'm trying to change the account over there, and they're giving me a hard time about a password. Oh, it's too long. That's the problem. Creating oh. a password that's too long. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think you got to get, if it's available, I just badmouthed it. But if you if it works and you get, you're getting listens, Dave, I'm not doubting your 
I'm not doubting your listens. I guess I am. But, well, but, you never know. That's, again, you don't want to stereotype. But on the other hand, you're like, eh, when we hear about these different kind of click farms and things like that, sometimes they are in countries. Yeah. Do you put your podcast on uh, Yuku, which is the YouTube version of for China? Yeah. And we can get to there. They can't. They have trouble getting out. But do you? I don't know. Do you? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a platform that's got 1.3 billion people looking at it. Yeah, in sure. November, the School of Podcasting got 327 downloads from Ghana. I'm I'm going over to ask the podcast right. coach to. That's another thing when people talk about starting multiple podcasts. You, it's at least for me, it's really easy to go. Wait, did I put ask the podcast? Co-? It's yeah. You go, oh yeah, of course I did. Then you go back and you're like, wait, we're not on Stitcher. I'm sure I didn't. Like, nope, no, you didn't. Let me see. No, we don't talk about it right. very much. Last month, November. Ask the podcast coach, 334 downloads in Ghana. Yeah. Well, by my own standards, listen, I publish everywhere. I can. Yeah. That would be, that's actually a pretty significant number. That is you know? actually, what did I say? 334 out of 4,000 downloads. Deezer, we had three. Amazon with 17. I was bummed. They did the median and mid numbers on Libsyn. And I don't think, I'll have to go back and listen. I don't think Rob commented on Amazon, 35 on Spotify, 181 on iHeart, 17 on Twitter. That's interesting because that's not even my Twitter. That's an old Twitter. Yeah. So it's worth it. You never know. Yeah. Their 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 user agent is D-A-L-V-I-K, Dalvik, which sounds like some sort of Harry Potter. Oh, Dalvik, what are you doing? <laughs> Get over here, Dalvik, and pick up that broom. I don't know. Very strange. Anyway. All right. Here's a, yeah, we got about five minutes. Jim, if you were to guess how, what is the current kind of standard typical price to, if you want to have a podcast editor, somebody said, what could one expect to pay for editing an hour long interview? So we're talking about removing ums and hiss and the, the typical thing. What would you expect? Really good to- question. What would I expect to pay somewhere between $50 and $100 an hour? At the end of the day, what is the bill you're going to get? I, I don't know. Wow. That's a question. I don't know if I have a good answer for. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. I, uh, according to one Steve Stewart, yeah. who is, he has a Facebook group of about 6,000 podcast editors and they did a survey. I've conducted surveys of podcast editors for the past three years. The average paid for a 60 minute recording fully produced with noise reduction and the ums and errs removed uh, mixed down to an MP3 with all your audio branding elements has a steadily grown to around $130 an episode. Okay. So if you're a person that is thinking of doing audio editing, first of all, you can check out that show I did with Steve and Mark. If you go to supportthisshow.com slash PEA, which is Podcast Editor Academy, they actually have a course over there. And they're doing things now with the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, Kyle says four to one. So if it's a 15, I, I can't really get under that. And what is that? It's a 15-minute podcast, takes an hour to edit, or at least to do. Yeah. Even longer if you do transcripts. Trans, I tell you what, that is something I started. That's a, a hole. You know how I say not editing is lazy? I'm doing the lazy thing with transcripts. Where at the top I say, this transcript was edited by otter.ai and has not been edited. It's my way of saying, hey, when this sounds weird and this sentence doesn't make any sense, it's because I'm too lazy to, to do it. So. I, I, don't, I don't do 100%. I do about... It probably does 85% and I probably get it to 90, but I make sure all the links are right. Cause that's what's yeah. really, important. 
is that at least the links are correct. When I say the average guy.tv slash discord, it says the average guy dot TOT. Yeah. And then it doesn't put the slash. It says slash. So I have found some ways to fix that. I know I say it a lot. So the very first thing I do is go in and fix it once, copy it, and then do a control F and search through the whole document for where I say the average guy.tv. So then fix all those kind of first. Get the get the links. And then the other thing I check on Otter is make sure it's got the person that's right. That's an easy, mm. depending how long your podcast is, that's maybe a 10-minute check to go and say, okay, did it find everybody? And then it did it identify him correctly in that. Mike Weger sounds a lot like me, my co-host. Mm. It Otter struggles to figure out who's who on that. So sometimes I need to change those. Yeah, that's, uh, that's one of those things. If I had one podcast, I could have really kick butt like transcripts. It's just when you have so many, either A, I got to hire that out or something, but diversifying, right? Yeah. Kyle is saying $130 an episode is the industry standard, according to Steve. And he's got 6,000 editors. I don't know if it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty accurate survey result. Yeah. I, I don't know. Because I know there are a lot of people that edit less than that. I think it depends. So, yeah. It's a good, uh, good target. Good target. Like yeah, I, it, said, I, I, you know, I think for most people, it's a two or three hour edit and at 50 to 100 bucks an hour, you're getting pretty close. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I always say. It's, you can always get it cheaper by hiring somebody overseas, but now you're into a language barrier in some cases. That could be tricky. Gary says, for video blog posts, I publish a, correct, a corrected transcript, removing a lot of the fluff. Gary, if you have a video blog post, my friend, you have a podcast. All you have to do, Jim talked about it earlier, install. There's a thing in Audacity that you have to install to pull in video. And then just go file, export audio. And unless you're doing things like cooking shows where the audio says, you'll see here in the upper right-hand corner, if you click on that, that's not going to work as an audio podcast. But you're this close to being. The FFmpeg encoder is that capacity. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have that. Well, I've started adding, because I I run, in, in most cases, I run this show through Descript. And so I've started putting the transcripts to ask the podcast coach in episodes, I'll see if that boosts or hurts our SEO. Um, you try to descript to see the see how much better or worse it is than Otter. At we use all we use Otter a ton. Yeah, me too. For, for both my stuff and for the Gallup stuff. Although we're building our own, I don't know if that's ever going to get done. Mm-hmm. But we, I, it'll be. I, I, I go to Descript and then I get it installed. I do one thing with it and I never go back. So there's something about it that's not sticky for me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I just can't get into it. I know it does a whole lot more. I heard somebody talking about it today in a podcast and I was like, I need to, it's, it's one of those things like you have a tool and you don't realize it does. I, in fact, we'll talk about this uh, in post show. I've been a Libsyn customer for 15 years, been a, a employee for five. And I just learned something in stats that I was like, that's really cool. So if you're a awesome supporter and you have access to the video, you'll have to to check that out as we uh, head towards post show. Jim, what's what's coming up at theaverageguy.tv? Yeah, Mike and I are back to the, we're on ten year one, week one, <laughs> ten years in week one this week. Yeah. Back to at it. We talked about Home Assistant, which is an application you can install that will help you with the uh, kind of the proliferation of IOT devices, Internet of Things devices in your home. So if you have a bunch of different, I got a Hue here and a Ring doorbell there and a Wemo thing here and you want to put them all together, Home Assistant is possibly your option. We do a whole show on it. It's posted, Dave, felt really great. I'll talk about this in post show. I'm I'm done. Usually I'm still editing my podcast. I finished it last night. So great. Out at theaverageguy.tv. 
Nice. On the School of Podcasting, I, I you will hear the repaired version of my dog story, now that I know it didn't land the first time. And we're going to be talking about just some examples of, and I talk about this a lot, but the power of podcasting. And I believe, and this is where everything isn't quite where I want it to be yet, we might have the story of the guy that's getting 8,000 downloads that started with no audience. I might tie that into there's there's I feel like I'm uh, the Beatles with Abbey Road. I have five ideas and I think I can put these all together, including a weird dog story. So we'll see if Dave pulled that off on Monday. But uh, thanks to the chat room, thanks to Mark over at podcastbranding.co, thanks to of course the guy with the mug, Dave, whose last name we can't from Grow and Grace. Yeah, and was command at Grow and Grace yeah. podcast. Thanks for sending that. There you go. Stick around for some post shows.